This podcast is presented by the Earth Hotel. Instead of being a misogynistic and creepy bit, yeah. it was just misogynistic it, it just was and creepy. Thing, cause yeah. like, like, you know, when it first came out, I really didn't care. I was like, okay, whatever, Duke Nukem, I've not been a fan. But then, like, I started watching people's reviews of it and, like, showing, like, scenes from, like, the later levels. And I was like, holy shit, they were really, they weren't fucking around. They hate women. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were not goofing. Um, oh, man. I was, I was going to segue with that, but that's the... Oh, it's not the it's the wrong episode. Yeah, we're yeah. yeah we're on the wrong episode well, for that. Episode. Speaking of things that suck, bad players, <laughs> asshole. Oh. oh, all right. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> okay. There's there's the segue. Yeah, it was just sort of sitting there limp. <laughs> you know what, guys? We've been so nice for the past ten episodes that we're just. Just ready just to, to come out with the salt and just bitch about something. Yeah. We're coming hot. This is the bitch we're, episode. We're, we're some Yo. spicy boys. This is what we're bitching. I like, I like that term, spicy a, boys. Do we need a... Where's Tane? He's, Tane is going to be our asshole player for the night. Uh, yeah. Okay. We got Tane. <laughs> get in beside me here. Let's use, let's use Tane as a stand-in for any names that we want to say. Yeah. yeah. Also, who the fuck are we? Oh, I'm Wesley Franks. <laughs> I'm Dash Holman. I'm Michael Body. Whoops, uh, I'm Klein Martin. <laughs> Welcome to Who's Who's Turn. Who's Turn is it? The, the show where four vaguely charming narcissists teach you how to play pretend good. Today we're talking about problematic players, which which is which is a nicer term that you give them. I give them toxic players. Yeah, but, toxic players. Problematic yeah. implies there's some sort of like. That they're being misogynistic or something. They're all they're, <laughs> yeah. We just mean oh, no. jerk ass players or yeah. people who may be interfering with your game inadvertently. Sometimes because right. uh, sometimes they're not aware. Sometimes yeah, yeah it's next. Or vertently. Or vertently. <laughs> or vertently. Very vertently. <laughs> Both styles. Um, Dottie, do you do you want to start us up with your uh your your beautiful rubric that you composed for Man, us. I don't want to read straight from the thing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so I, I broke it down into five uh, five separate types of problem player. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure there's more you could uh, make off that. Oh, there's some them. genres. There's hybrids. Yeah. <laughs> there's you know like these yeah. are your different genres of mecha. Yeah, uh, I've, the, I've got the uh, the meta gamer. Uh, I was trying to use my mouse there. The meta gamers. Uh, that's a pretty. That's a pretty good one to talk about. That's definitely the best one to start with, I believe. Yeah. The Power Gamer. Power Gamer is also good. Power Gamer is a good one. The so Derailer. Ah, yeah. right. The Game Jacker. Yeah. The one who jacks off at each other. We've all been there. <laughs> we all froze like guilty. And the Joker. Oh. And the Joker. Yeah. The Jacker like and the, the Joker. Joker. Yeah, yeah, the actual Joker. The Jacker. The Mark Hamill Joker, though. Oh, dude. Mark 
Hamill did the Joker voice for a game. That'd be amazing. Uh, Mark Mark Hamill can. I mean, he can interrupt my game anytime he wants to. <laughs> yeah, like well, Mark Hamill just... be in a game. I don't know why we keep shutting him down. We should be my game. Mark Hamill, if you're listening, uh, there's a spot open for you in Mark any Hamill. of our campaigns. Yeah, Mark, you're totally in. Uh, Second that alien titty, you're totally in. Yep. Loved it. Yep. Sorry, Alex, you're out. Mark Hamill's in. Damn. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's you or Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. I see. So. Yeah. So metagamers, what does that mean? What is metagaming? Oh! The ancient Greeks defined meta as the concept of something that is beyond itself. <laughs> is that is that the is that the dictionary definition? Is that Webster's definition of Holy meta? Holy shit! I think he might be right. <laughs> give a Greek explanation for each one of these. I started that line being like, okay, I'm going to think of something funny to say, and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it just keeps going, I keep talking. Uh, actually, it's uh, referring to itself or to the conventions of its genre. Self-referential. Self-referential. Mm-hmm. Like Dan Harmon's material. Don't know why I said that, yep. of all people. We've referenced him before on the podcast, I think. Yeah. Oh, I think we talked well, about him. Well, Dan Harmon also played Dungeons and Dragons on his show. So that's why I referenced it. That's course. you know yeah. tying it in, man. So a meta gamer is meta gamers are uh, they, they make decisions for their character uh, or for characters and the rest of the party based on outside knowledge of the game and or of the GM. Yes. Uh, which can really fuck things up for a lot of games. It's essentially, players who use knowledge that the player has but the character wouldn't have. So, yeah, for they don't example, between and you the can two. do it inadvertently. Like, there, there's ways that uh, oh, players a, can have good intentions. Yeah. I've done yeah. this before, but it, it's, the time, it's the act. Really. It's the act yeah. of like it's the gamer uh, knows from like outside of the game, the GM bringing up like some foreshadowing of uh, this. This person's going to be a big deal in the next game, and they go out of their way to get uh, to stay away from that person. And so, and for other classic examples. Um, if a player has read through the monster manual and you throw a monster at them and they already know all of the stats mm-hmm. of that monster, um, that's one really common way of metagaming. Uh, anything that they know... And that- it does become quite difficult because like, if you do just instinctually as a player know that, that, that trolls are weak to fire or something, mm-hmm. it becomes... And your characters are dying, you know? It becomes yeah. very hard to be like, oh god, like... I, I know I can just light it on fire with this torch and it'd be problem solved, but like, would yeah. my would my dude know that? And that 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 is very tricky. And I still have actually a raw problem. There, there, there's ways you can skirt around that for it to not be meta, but you have to make those things vocal. You have to mm-hmm. make it known. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, meta can come from any number of things, just from knowing a conversation that happened between two other characters and yeah. bringing up that kind of information and like their interaction with those two characters. It's it's. I don't know. It's a very thin line with meta gaming, right? Well, I mean, you have your entire party sitting at sitting at a table, yeah. Uh, and if you have half a party, or even just single one player in a different room, who who makes a dis- like does something that fucks up, and the other players are heading towards that uh, place, and they decide to not do that thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's like meta gaming. I'm personally against like I'm I'm against that. Like it's it's role playing. You, sh- you should really stick in the moment, but yeah. uh, still, I'm pretty lenient because I I love I love games in general. I love strategizing. Mm-hmm. I love when players are like really thinking about how to win a combat. Uh-huh. And so in combat related stuff, sometimes I, I'll like look past that. Like in the example I just gave, 
you know, I'm not going to be mad at a player for being smart and just understanding the system. Yeah. Because they're really not messing up the story. They're just, like, exercising good player skills, I guess. And it's like, I, I, I sometimes think of the game mechanics and the story, the narrative that's being developed as two separate things. Yeah. And as long as, like, one's happening in one arena and the other one's happening in another and they don't, like, fuck with each other, then I normally, I don't, I'm not too harsh about it. It's when, like, story meta stuff comes in, like, when people are, like, just have knowledge that their character... Like, a barbarian shouldn't know about, like, you know, magic or whatever. Yeah, or like right, a, yeah. Whatever. Shouldn't be able to recognize a spell that's being weaved against them. Yeah. Exactly. They're all about stabby, stabby, kill, kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, a, a spell... Bar- There's certain spell barbarians, but then that, that gets into specifics. Yeah, so, that's... like... It's, it's, it's at the discretion, really, of the GM and of the other players around yeah. the table. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it ruins your immersion, I think it's worth pointing out. But if mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's just a thing that happened, we can step over it. Yeah. It's better you step over it than call somebody out. Right. Um, that's one thing we'll talk about is what things are worth like having a sit-down chat for. Yeah. Or as we mentioned last week, a heat check about. But uh, generally, meta happens all the time. Even experienced players make meta comments. Is it, do we have any, like, stories about, like, any particular... Well, like, I, I, I wanted to bring up, because I have it in my rubric, and yeah. I, I work for these hard Yeah, no, you totally <laughs> did. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful rubric. For why, why, why metagamers are a problem, uh, because it can wreck a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, through, like, a, a story requires a lot of conflict and roleplay, and if a player is uh, metagaming or u- using an outside knowledge to uh, influence their character's actions or another character's actions... It trivializes everything you're going to throw at your party. Mm. That would otherwise be really significant. Yeah. 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 Faux show. Does anyone have an example? And what happened and how did you deal with it? I think we're all free to, like, I'm fine if you guys want to use me. I've done this a couple times. Um, well... I'm actually struggling to think of an example myself. Yeah. I've never really had somebody that was like... A meta gamer, it's it's. I think everyone's response is a uh, is guilty of doing it, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, I think everyone uses if they know something about the game that's useful in the situation. Every player will occasionally make a choice that's clearly based on knowing that knowledge rather than. Yeah. Um. Not all the time. I, I don't think I've ever had anyone who did it. I've had more of the other examples than I've had meta game. Like I'm pretty good with my games of keeping the immersion mm-hmm. uh, with within that sense. There's some other things that come come into play, but definitely with meta gaming, for the most part, the people that have played, there's not really uh, an instance where they've been like, "Yeah, and my character does this because it's weak to this." And it's like, how do you know that? But most of the time, people are pretty fair in I've, that. I've kept metagaming from happening a lot in my mm-hmm. games. Uh, Dash does it the same way that I do, which is keep things murky. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not revealing hardly anything that could possibly lead to somebody using it in their advantage. Yeah. Uh, unless it's, you know, uh, significant to them or the, the story as a whole. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, is there any ways you guys can think of, of uh, approaching how to fix that situation? How to fix some... or uh, not, um, how, not how to fix... How to approach... Yeah, fix. (laughs) How to approach a final solution for that player. So, I have to... If I can take a quick... Make a quick question. Um, both both Josie and Alex, who are here with us, have both given me, like, good examples while we've, like, 
been talking. So, like, can, can we just, like, introduce them and, like, let them, like, just say the things? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, from last episode. So, we, we got... Do you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick? No. We're just going to throw you in? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, n- never mind. <laughs> oh, I misread the situation. Uh, Alex, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> Uh, sure. Now Joe's has made it awkward, but okay. <laughs> uh, I'm Alex. I've been in a few episodes now, so I'm sure you've heard my voice. Um, I had a question that I wanted to ask. Um, so I've seen this happen in several games I've played in. I've definitely taken part of it. Um, do you guys consider it metagaming if players pause, like, in the middle of a role play situation or a combat situation to discuss their options with the other players. That's a good, oh, that's a good question. Because yeah. I actually do this a lot. Um, I do this quite a bit. In, in role play, yes. To me, in role play, yes. Uh, in combat, no. Uh, it, mm. it, it depends. Uh, keep it short. Yeah. So I I, I hold to the uh, the D and D in combat thing. Like in role play, I I have a problem. Like in role play, it's fine. Uh, but in combat, I hold to the D and D six words, yeah, uh, as as a free action. Well, I think what we're what this is being what we're saying here is out of character. Yeah. discussing your yeah, options. I completely understand that. Okay, I, for dark heresy, oh, okay. I'm fine with it. Everyone has a micro read. Fuck it. But True. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But in games where you don't have an immediate like walkie-talkie yeah. or microbe no, or anything no like that. See, see, this is really interesting because we again we mostly play Savage Worlds, and I think the meta issues are less relevant to Savage Worlds yeah. because the game mechanics are so like light and simple. Mm-hmm. So I think we're struggling to find issues. But like I um I will like plan combat a lot. Um like during a combat session, especially if I'm playing a combat oriented character. Right. Like if I if I'm playing a character who I wrote to be a killer or good at fighting, I I think it's appropriate to actually, you know, pause and take stock of the situation. And maybe strategize, you know, within reasonable bounds about, yeah. you know, something to do. But um, in, in, in an RP situation, I don't know. That's, that's, I think it's dealer's choice or like DM's choice even, because like sometimes I'll, I'll pause while I'm role playing with an NPC and be like, uh, I forgot what the name of this town was again. What was it? Or sometimes I'll mutter it and be, and be like, I, you know, my character would know this, and then I'll just say something. Well, mm. that's that's different though. That's that's more clarification. Like mm. it's it it. I feel like if you're in the middle of like especially heavy role play and you're pausing to discuss options, why not just discuss options in character? Because yeah. you can always stop a conversation and yeah, do it in character. Good point. Yeah. But that's different for me. Like I prefer to run my games more like when you're you're in character while you're at the table and mm, stuff. Uh, right. And sometimes it doesn't happen, but I, I like to prefer it that way because I don't know. It's immersion, escapism. Um, Josie was giving me an example earlier, and oh, yeah. she, she we were playing D anD D, and if I'm recalling correctly, uh, your, your character you, you just spent too much time dwelling on some columns, and it's because I described them, or what? What was the issue? Or do you remember a little more about no, it? I can cut uh, this out; it doesn't work. But no, it's okay. Uh, not the last session we played, but your last session of Evergrade that I was in. Oh shit. I met a game. Oh. I met a game that combat with the columns because. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. So. Like my character would not have known to like do that thing, but. So so I, she she read a piece of fiction I wrote, and the piece of fiction tied in with one of my one of my tabletop games, and she, she basically she knew how to kill the boss. 
Just from uh, reading my book. My character so. would not have oh. known to do that, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot yeah. all about that. To, well, be, to I, be fair, like, I was... That was, like, my first game I ever played, so I wasn't, like, trying to be problematic. I, I think a couple of us might, <laughs> might, might be at fault for that one, <laughs> since we had read uh, all about the boss in question. <laughs> Charming. All right, do we want to move on to... Um, Who's who's next guy? Who's next bad boy? Uh, I keep trying to just put it somewhere. Like, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, throw your, don't throw your mouse. I just throw it. it. I missed the pocket I was aiming. For. Okay. Uh, the power gamer. Oh yeah. Oh, oh shit. god. I have some. I have some. <laughs> I have some uh, stories. I want to pre- preface this because <laughs> the way I wrote it out really does sound <clears throat> like me. But you guys know I don't play like this. Right. But the Power Gamer views the campaign and and the GM as an opponent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. takes to it in a very technical and strategy-based way, heavily on mechanics. It's a game. It's a they, game. They, they, they don't view it as like a story or storytelling or anything like that. They view it as a game. How or that even can as a cooperative experience. A game that can be won. Yeah, how, how do I beat... How do I win? Yeah. How do I beat this game? How do I become the best? Like, they're like always... building a character that's... Min maxed everything Real to quick. the most, the most cheesy line ever. Mm-hmm. Is is the um always dump charisma? Um, is is the is the power gamer different from the Munchkin? Because I don't think you mentioned a Munchkin. I did not mention a Munchkin. Ah, uh, <laughs> no mention of the Munchkin. No, no mentioning Munchkins here. Because I hate that. Can, can we can we can we squeeze a Munchkin? In after yeah, this we'll one sque- so I can squeeze that one? Munchkin. Because when I think of Power Gamer, I think of Munchkin as well. We'll pinch a Munchkin off right yeah. after this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm that is after we finish this section. I'm sorry. Nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Oh. Oh, so continue on with the power game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We'll get to the munchkin later. <laughs> uh, they have intimate knowledge of all the mechanics of the role-playing system and use them to build characters with uh, broke stat lines, mm-hmm. right. all that kind of stuff. Uh, they engage uh, the game as a series of rules to follow and exploit instead of the story that's unfolding. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had a power gamer in every single one of my campaigns. Oh, Tane. It's Tane, isn't it? <laughs> it's Tane. Tane. He's in every single one of my campaigns, and he has been a power gamer in every single one And yet of them. he's never done it right, has he? No. Tane's well, well a- no, no. In one campaign, he he did it right, and it may, it pissed a lot of people off. Well, not a lot of people. It pissed a couple of people off. And then one campaign, he did it terribly. And it pissed everybody off. Yes. What was the time Tane did it right? Um, in Mr. Whitechapel, in the last session, uh, Tane had been building his character oh. toward a certain thing. Oh, yeah, Tane. Yeah, Tane. Oh, and Tane uh, swapped bodies with a certain other player. Mm. And... Tane's crying. Tane, you, you caused a lot of problems. Tane, that was low. Everybody was mad. People were smoking, chain-smoking cigarettes outside, not wanting to go inside because they were afraid to make eye contact with people. Don't steal other player characters from <laughs> other players. Even that's if it is a spell up. that's in the book, all right? <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a pretty... Like, it's the last you... session. <laughs> I thought it was a great move, Tane. Good job, Tane. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like... Yeah, but like you got like I I I understand why the other player got pissed off about it. Oh yeah, and for I, sure. I would have too. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Plus, this is also it's a it's a. We should have shot Tane while I had the chance. Yeah. Instead of just laying down suppressive fire. God and, damn it. And, and we all know the other time that Tane, yeah, asshole, was. When he Leroyed, right? When he Leroyed Jenkins into a bandit camp. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was part of that. Right into the fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Donnie was agging that on. Yeah, I You were a part of that. <laughs> yeah. You encouraged that. You rode Tane into battle. Okay, guys, let's develop a strategy to take on this an, known an actual boss power camp. An actual power gamer would have been able to get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's or that's an actual your... power gamer would, would call, try to divert... Uh, we'll get to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But uh, but uh, I had a a a a certain person that had built a character uh, to be a tank, but I guess assumed that the tank meant that he could take so many hits. He didn't assume that bombs were a thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he assumed that uh, being a tank meant that he was invincible. Yeah. That same player has a habit of creating characters that they describe as being tough, but without actual respect for the mechanics. Right. And the fact that they're actually level one. And so yeah. they behave in the way their character be- should behave in their head without actually you know, deferring to the stats in- at hand. Right. Yeah. Um, and I actually want to get into that when we talk about munchkins because I feel like yeah. that player is more of a munchkin. More um, of a munchkin, yeah. Uh, and then... Um... Also, well, like, I wanted to touch on that because also in the same vein as the Power Gamer, like in the uh, same vein for a Power Gamer, um, people that try to police or rules lawyer yeah. the hell out of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit pisses me off more than anything else on this list. Especially a player that's trying to rules police the, At the, the GM. GM. Yes. Yeah. It's a good way to get a rock drop in here. Yeah. Head. That's how you have like the floor fall out from under you and you you have to make a roll that's a DC twenty. Uh. <laughs> I mean it's 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 yeah. one thing if the if the DM makes um simple mistake. Yes. For instance, uh, I know that some of us had, early on when we were doing Savage Worlds, we ran into the problem where when we were uh, rolling for enemy characters, we were giving them their their wild die, Mm -hmm. which is only for player characters and major NPCs. Um, And so those are things that, you know, you should should definitely correct a DM on because they can really fuck you over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if, if someone's like, well, actually, you know, a character falls off of a high tower or something like that, and you start, like, saying, well, you're that it kills you or you roll the damage for it or something like that. And someone's like, well, actually, it's this specific amount of D6s mm-hmm. you're supposed to roll for it. It's like, fuck you, man. He fell off a tower. Sometimes a little rules lawyering can actually help the experience, right. but it's it, more often than not, it slows down the experience and pisses off the DM, and those are two things yeah. Yeah, no I mean, one is like, happy with. Right. So. Like, some rules lawyering, Wes helped me out early on when I started the, the 5e game I'm running. Yeah. Uh, I forgot flanking was a thing in 5e. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, and brought it to my attention. I, we had to search through the book to find it's it. A rogue's but, dream. But that's that, that. Yeah, that's how a rogue like gets off all those big numbers uh, in when fighting in five e and 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 that's something that's different to like than rules lowering. That's because yeah. that helps out the, the DM as well. Because in the DM in fighting could probably not be flanking with the monsters, right? And so I mean that helps out everybody. It, it, it's there, there's a difference between just like bringing attention to to a rule mm-hmm. and then rule law, lawyering. Yeah. Like, it's, it's how it's all in the tone and how you... 
Yeah, it, exactly. Well, how how you the isn't it? Yeah. There. Yeah. Don't be an Atticus Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> just, wow, that was amazing! I oh my god! That. Oh my god! Oh my god. Fives all around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! It's been nice Whoa. doing this podcast. She's been slowly, <laughs> slowly, slowly corrupting me. This has been whose turn is it? <laughs> I, I know no one's listening after that, but uh... all right, coming back oh, from that one. I was gonna say that there, there's a, a very subjective rule in Savage Worlds that's actually very necessary for the system. And that's the DM Benny award system. Oh, yeah. Like, a DM is supposed to give Benny to the players every time the player does something cool. Yeah, But yeah. that's something that we all as DMs forget, and so it's very appropriate when a player is like, hey, that was cool, maybe they should get a Benny. Yeah. And so forth. Yeah. I, I, Dolly does it's that. It's I hand out a fate point, but, like... I typically Inspiration, forget. yeah. Yeah, I forget, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I forget during... I mean, the D&D games that I'm running, I forget. But, like, sometimes somebody will remind me, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. There are some times where I'm like... Uh, yeah, like because I, I, I am known to not enjoy bennies. Like I get rid of my bennies. Like if we're playing Savage Worlds, I get rid of them early game. So I, I don't know. Mm. Like I also use them on trivial things. <laughs> Ways that you can uh, approach the problem. Uh, in, in my opinion, the easiest one is before you ever start the game, lay out how you run the game. Yeah. To the yeah. players. Which and, is something we, we espouse all the time yeah, for everything, yeah. but this but definitely. With with my D&D game, it's pretty relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a story I wrote up that was semi-serious, but I keep it pretty relaxed because everyone's having fun at the table. Uh, I'm, I'm fine I'm fine with a little bit of power gaming, just the tiniest bit of power gaming because mm. I want my players to last. Uh, right. that, and you want yeah. your players to, to, they picked a class for a reason. You want them to, to yeah. use the full potential of that class, but... And you do want to go gentle on new players or people who are playing a new class and are still in the level one through four bracket. You or want a new like, system. Or a new might, system, yeah. It might be the system that they're not used to, or it's a different type of game that they're usually uh, used to playing. But yeah. but overall, anything that slows down the, the game is needs to be avoided. Um, you can talk about your munchkin. I have to go pee. All right. Um, Dottie's going to pee, and I'm going to explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dottie holds himself... I'm going to explain what a munchkin is. Um, A munchkin is a term for... um, Dates back a while, of course. Um, uh, But a munchkin is a term for a a player, typically a younger player, who um, just makes dumb characters because they are just trying to make a cool guy. They think they're they're cool. They think they're cool. They're they're edgelords is another name for them. Or appropriate name for them. A more appropriate term, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've known quite a few, uh, quite a few munchkins. Uh, the first game I ever played of D&D had a character who was like, like half null and blah, 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 blah. It was like power gamer plus a munchkin, like yeah. min-max and this shit. And it was like really half dumb. Null? Didn't, yeah. Half null? How was that a thing? It was, like the backstory was gross and like everything oh, was fucked up God. about it. And like, yeah. like, it didn't like mesh with the rest of the characters. And it was like a bad thing. Like, that's, that's the problem with Munchkins is usually they yeah. play, like, like, dumb characters that, like, kind of stand out. Like, uh... For being dumb. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Tane was playing... Tane plays a lot of characters that like, kind of had that edgelord vibe to me. And yeah. always written as being really powerful and brooding and dark, but then they get their ass kicked immediately because Tane doesn't know how to play the game. And it's always funny to me to see, like, an edgelord character rush in with their, like, 
their like you know weapon and then just like get totally stomped. Stomped. Yeah, literally stomped. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why those you know you run into players every once in a while who they're like, yeah, this guy's gonna be the cool badass, stands mm-hmm. out. And they think that they can start at level one like that is the way, like mm-hmm. that they are just already that. It's yeah, like no, no, there's there's no way they could possibly Discern, be that yeah, right yeah. off the bat. You can build them up to being that thing. Yes, yeah, exactly. I heard literally like five words on the way in. I already know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah. You can always you can always build your you know if you if you if you're playing a rogue for instance, you can always build yourself up to be a badass assassin. Yeah. And you can certainly play the character as though they have the attitude, mm-hmm. like they like. But talking about Tane again. Like for instance, yes. I play a character who is a level one rogue, or I'm about to be playing a character who's mm-hmm. a level one rogue who's going to talk about himself like he's a badass. He won't be one. <laughs> he, won't <laughs> he won't deliver for a while. <laughs> but but you know, hopefully in the future he will deliver I on mean, that. Velkis and D and D game yeah. like. I'm playing. I'm playing a bard. I'm playing a bard, but I know I'm not a badass. I know that bards can be a badass class, but I'm I'm not a badass. But I'm a bard. Mm. I have to talk myself up. That's my job. That's I'm a power. performer. Yeah, that's 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 it's that's why my main skill is charisma. He's the yes. hype man I, of the bard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and that, that's. With all of these things, it's really important to understand there's a fine line between being a normal gamer and a power gamer or a meta gamer or mm-hmm. a, a munchkin. Like, there's a very fine line. It's good to have cool characters that you're excited about, but don't be the guy that's like, I'm making, like you said, yeah. a half knoll that has one arm, but, you know, the other arm's like a, a scythe at the end of and it. And it can and turn to a gun. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. You can always tell munchkin if they have something that turns into a gun. Yeah, uh, if your character hey. sounds like a child wrote it, <laughs> I had to work uh, for that piece. throw it away and uh, don't play a different game or something like yeah. um I, I that's one thing I make fun of a lot because I, I'm just particularly critical about like really like characters written in that style right yeah um Shadow the Hedgehog characters. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's what we should call them, is Shadow the Hedgehog characters. Oh, we, that was a missed Shadow opportunity through that whole bit. Yeah. God. Oh, God. Um, how, how, like, so, I mean, yeah, how, how to deal with it, just sit down with that player and be like, look. You deal with that on day one. Yeah, you, know you, you do that. You're, that's why you have a you, session zero. You give them, yeah, you that's give why I have a session zero. Talk. Yeah. That's, the, I mean, yeah, that's what I've had to do with Tane before, was just... Uh, the after a session be like, hey listen, you know how you did really bad with you in all of these situations? Here's why. Yeah. Don't do that again. Don't do yeah, that. Did it this help? Is, this is not really, solo. no, not, not not This is less a solo and more of a karaoke sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love how this is just the shit on Tane episode. Um uh, we've all been waiting for it. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's why I recommend I always recommend getting together with all of your party as a group so you can identify any character types that don't fit in and try to adjust them appropriately without mm-hmm. taking the fun away. Right. Yeah. But if someone's idea of fun is just doesn't mesh, they're gonna make they're gonna make a mess of their game, they're gonna piss everyone off, you kinda gotta you, you kinda learn about that through trial and error and you just don't invite them back, unfortunately. Yeah. Like there's really nothing to do be done if, about yeah, it. Yeah, if you can't nip it in the bud and just like ask them be like, look, I appreciate your excitement in playing with me, but I definitely don't think you're going to fit in uh, maybe another game that's more of your style. 
I'll definitely let you know. If you can't do that, if they're very adamant about playing, or if you're like, hey, maybe they won't be so bad, and then they ruin everything, definitely, definitely. I was really looking forward to that boss fight. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, that was going to be all that build up for weeks, and then... uh... Yeah... Just fell right in the fire. That would have yeah. been that would have been an awesome boss fight. Yes, it was. You guys would have learned a lot of stuff about yourselves. So what's our next problematic gamer now that I'm getting the a little derailer. again? Derailer. Okay. Derailer. Oh god. The, uh, the social butterfly that uh, drags other Ooh. players out of the game. So me and Keith, basically. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> when y'all are together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now, I'm not thinking of the team that we've been talking about, but I'm thinking of a different team that did this in my Dark Heresy game the first season. Uh, but I was able to adjust it uh, to where it was okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that team. Yeah, that yeah. team. Yeah. But uh, the the one that's. Uh, they like to talk to people. They're not picky about what they're going to talk about. Yeah. But they're definitely not talking about game related stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it tends to bog down me. Oh, that team. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that team. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, so um so yeah, basically derailer is anybody who's who's distracting from the game essentially. And it doesn't necessarily actually have to be the talkative thing you talked about because yeah, if, uh, yeah, yeah. talking about Tane again, there was also an incident of um Tane being on his phone the entire time. I feel mm. like that fits under derailer. Putting out Tane. bad vibes. Okay, this so is being on the phone. Phones in general are derailers. Mm-hmm. Right. They are yes. derailers. I understand having them for some reasons. I have a backup character sheet and I have also a yeah. monster manual and a spell book on my sheet for like D and D. And so it's nice and I have yeah. I have spells bookmarked and I have like I have stuff bookmarked so I don't have to flip through a book for it. I mean I take my character notes on, on my phone. Yeah. But, but I've been starting to put my phone in airplane mode from now on. So that I'm not being harassed by phone calls and text messages and Facebook and Instagram and shit like that. In defense of this, of, of phones specifically, <laughs> it, well, sometimes, and this is really something maybe we should talk about in, a, in the DM discussion, but there are parts where if parties get separated, there will be long sections yeah. that just deal with half the party or maybe even just one member of the party for a, a solid amount of time. Yeah. And it's not fair to expect everyone to remain engaged the entire time. Yeah. But if you are in the scene and involved in what's happening, looking at your phone every couple of seconds is really not yeah. helpful to anyone. And, and you think you're being stealthy, but you're not being stealthy because the DM yeah. is paying attention. I see it. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like shit because you're doing it. Yeah. I feel yeah, like I'm not, very... I'm not getting your attention and yeah. I'm not telling a good enough story. It is also, it's yeah, it's like it, makes, sure. it makes them feel like they're less than. That was that was a problem that I had with Shino Tereda a lot. Was, oh, man. Was, was, and, and, the, I, and you're all at this table, you were all part of the game. You were not always problems. Not all of you. There were just moments where it was also on me that I was not being as engaged as I could have been. We'll talk mm. about that with the, the Problem GM episode. But there also were times, other than Tane, you cuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Wes has been trying to fit Tane, that in for Tane, quite a while. No, no, this is my time, this is my time to talk about Shino Tereda, the campaign Tane's that could have been. has got ten episodes of like, solid There movie. were some episodes where 
there was every single person in the room in the session while I was doing stuff were on their phones at the same fucking Damn. time. And I was livid. That that's like that's like one thing if I'm doing a solo with like Dash and his character and you guys are just kinda there, cool. Like, check your Instagram or whatever, play Candy Crush. Just don't have the volume up. If half of you are involved, yeah, I guess the other two, that's fine. If all of you are involved and it's a scene where your quest giver's talking to you and he says, okay, so do you need any other information? And he looks at you and I look at you. God damn. <laughs> that's like, that's, that, that is my only problem I've ever had with a derailer though. I think we, we can totally like implement some sort of just like if that ever happens, I think there, it's totally appropriate to be like, okay, guys, like, reel the fuck back in. Like, yeah. Yeah. Eyes yeah. back up here. Like, do yeah. whatever, like, teachers yeah. did in middle yeah. school. Like, yeah. I think that's totally appropriate, and I think no one's gonna, like, would be offended by a DM straight up being like, you know, we're here for a reason. Like, get actually, at me. Yeah. I actually have that in the rubric is do, do the teacher's uh, <laughs> this, which is, like, tell them, all right, I know that you like. I, I know that you uh, check your phone during the game a lot, but I'm gonna cue you at some point during the session to to get every, to, to tell your jokes and get everyone fired up. I need you to pay attention the entire session, <laughs> yeah, and then just never do it. <laughs> never cue. I just. And I know sometimes I, I I am guilty of looking at my phone during a session too, but for the most part, I'm trying to put it on airplane mode. Like if I'm in a session and it's not during a break or anything, like stay engaged with the game because. Even if I'm not involved in it, hell, the, the the guy that's running the game like spent hours, yeah. days writing this, and so like why not enjoy it even if you're not directly involved? Like, that's that's the thing is no matter like really how much uh, you if you're not enjoying the game or whatever like DMs put a lot of work into it, mm-hmm. and so like just like the barest minimum of respect and like you know if you're not into the game just bow out or like right, let it yeah. be known in some other way, but like. It's definitely, like, something that I think we can all, like, agree with what Wes is saying for sure. It's, like, heartbreaking to look up and just, like, people are, like, all looking away. It's, like, and I, you know, I apologize for that one. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have all definitely, like, you're not a problem at all. Y'all aren't, y'all, y'all are not problem players. It, it's, it's, y'all aren't Tane's asshole. Well, like, Tane. The, the, the other solution I have to that, uh, the, the derailing problem is having players themselves try to reel those people in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that way it doesn't feel like I'm singling somebody out. Yeah. yeah. And that way it's on five people singling that person mm-hmm. out <laughs> instead yeah. of just the uh, DM. Yeah. For sure. Let's not forget the ultimate derailer of all. Uh, alcohol. Alcohol. Libations. <laughs> yeah. Libations of all my games. variety. Yeah. I, I, I like... Uh, I like to to uh, imbibe. Imbibe. I think uh-huh. most of us can agree with that. Yeah, um, I like to imbibe a little. Uh, I'm a fan of imbibing. I, I I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for just to say. Like I don't feel like I've had too many situations where I've been like, uh, I, I can't play. But like, I I honestly, I my only example is a game that I GM'd. So uh, I I've never I've never played and felt like I couldn't play, but I have. Oh no! Once I kind of did see. There was one. <laughs> there, was, there was one time where I drank way too much and I shouldn't have been playing, and it was when I was playing yep. Dottie's campaign. 
He had made the mistake to give me mead, though. I gave you freaking oh, mead right now. You oh, oh man, I got to listen to that game. It was fantastic. You guys were great. I was also drank like half a glass of wine. Too. I walked away angry from that. Game. Yeah, you I, did. I, I imagine you would. I was, I was sitting there listening to you guys all, all make your decisions, like just playing video games, and I was like, this is taking thirty minutes longer than any of these decisions should be taking. We were all drunk though. Every single player at that table was drunk. Alex is shaking her head because she was not drunk. I was actually by far the most sober in Dottie Waltz. I was the most sober person in that. I thanked her after that. Well, that makes sense that I don't realize that because I blacked out during that session. (laughs) So I I I have been um I don't think there's been a situation where I've been too drunk to play, like you said. But there have been multiple times where I've been too drunk to DM and they're all party sessions. They're all like Dreamline City games or Grundlemere. Yeah. Things that we set out to to be like inebriation games, and that's what that's how, what I recommend to do is like set aside your your serious games where people can drink a modest amount, you know, have fun, and then have the games where it's like a party and everyone can kind of get fucked yeah. up, but it doesn't matter. For for like single games, I've, I've run one shots where I was already hammered when I started doing it, so those I don't feel like those really count so much. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, it's like count. it's like it was a decision that we all made when we were drunk. Like we're gonna play characters, and you're gonna DM the game. I'm like fuck yeah, dice. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, you're not the biggest offender on that. Really? Yeah, the ultimate Tain was the one that killed my first D&D session that I was trying to run with this group back at your place. Oh, uh, back at your place, Chloe. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't show up. Uh, that Tain doesn't show up that often. Oh. Uh, girl yeah. Tain? Are we going to call this yeah. one Girl yeah. Tain? Girl Tain. Girl Tain. Tain. Let's not Tenantha. say that. Um, Dottie, I'm looking at you. What's so our next time? Next problem. Next, yeah, the next. game jacker. The one that jacks off with each game. Mm. No, uh, uh, he said it, not us. <laughs> yeah. The Game Jacker is a GM, writer, or another storyteller with lots of their own ideas. They aren't used to the lack of control that comes with being a player in a collaborative campaign. As a result, they put a lot of effort into trying to steer the direction of the story to fit their own ideas and preferences. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could probably be guilty of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like a, I'm pretty bad narcissist. Yeah. And I'm always right. So it's You've like, oh, I'm yeah, right. Yeah, I've, I've done this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've, I've tried to do this. Yeah. It's all, we're it's we're all guilty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the, the problem is we're all writers and creators, so yeah, yeah we've we've all yeah. probably been uh, guilty of this. Uh, I I have a recent example of this. Uh, it happens sometimes in my um, my Sunday night D and D games. Is it usually Sundays that you do that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the I'm not going to be specific with it. But there's a certain tain in that group. Mm. The um, is this an internet people? No, this is this is uh, IRL. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, but there's a certain person that shares the same workspace as me mm. that gets paid more than me. If I, you catch what I, I'm I saying, see where I see where we're going with this. That sometimes there, there are a couple of tains this could be. <laughs> well, there are sometimes that tain would like to. I feel like he would like to DM, mm. and so he tries to drive the story. Like there are times when he he straight up tries to narrate what's happening. Mm. Like I, I I'm like I'm, I'm narrating what's that. happening, That's real and bad. like mm. and like he'll be like, so Lily, what you're saying is what's happening is this and stuff like that. I was like, yes, I'm getting to that. Can I narrate it? And it only does that if it's like towards the end of the session, and he's had a lot, if he's imbibed a lot in live nations, mm. right? 
And uh, and I always tell them at the end of the session, I'm like, you know, if you're really into DMing, you sh- you should DM your own game. DM your own game. It's real. It's you real can, fun. You can learn the system. Yeah. From you know how to DM it. Probably yeah, not a just DM do it either, yourself. Though. Yeah. Now, I think if you not. have that pro- that level of self control problem, you're probably not going to be a good DM. Yeah. Either. But well, you know, you probably can better still try. Yeah. 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 You never know. I, I think both DMs and players have to be collaborative. By nature, oh, yeah. but right. I think we all fall into the trap of like wanting to steer the game a little bit, especially if it's dragging or something. For sure, yeah. yeah. Or like it's in a lull point. Or I don't think I've ever run into a player that I think did that in a way that ever hurt the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't think I've ever had anyone who tried to steer things mainly because I I have a very clear idea of where the lore of my world is going so it's Mm -hmm. like you can try to do whatever I mean I'll let players do whatever they want or try to steer things whatever way they want but things are going to happen regardless around them so it's like you could have steered it in that direction it probably would have been better if you'd gone the other direction but I mean there was a time that I did that in Artists when everybody was when we were in the Valley of Stars it was like one of the last sessions Uh and everybody was at that hut and I was by myself yeah and I was trying, but I was trying to figure out shit. I was like trying to detective Sarabash that thing when I went to the library. Oh, oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you did the whole library thing. Yeah, but I was like, I was directing stuff somewhere else. I was also there with a purpose. Like everybody else is like, we're gonna go to this hut and we're gonna sit down and talk. And I was like, where's my dad? I need to go find my dad. My dad's here. Where's my dad? Like, I see. I don't consider that. I don't consider that game jacking us. I mean, it's not that, the can- it's not the campaign though. That was that was the session. I feel like I was session jacking. It was a jacking session. I, it was a jacking session. Yeah, yeah. it was one. Well, and I, th- I, th- I think that's a little. I think that is a little more common. Is just a single session where a character's like, "No, I'm gonna do this one thing." Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. matter what what everyone else is doing. I feel like that's a more common problem. I've never. I usually don't see it as a problem. I. Not for the single session for for a, a campaign, I do see it as for a com- campaign for sure. Yeah, because because you have one player asserting an idea, asserting ideas, or assert, asserting a certain amount of control, that kind of cows the participation of other players. Right, yeah. one sort of a, uh, a a passive watcher. Right of the game. Right, and it's yeah. boring as hell. I I, I think I think would have been better, especially on my part. And I've recognized this now, and it's something that I've seen by just watching other campaigns and being a part of other campaigns and running a campaign is make your party active participants in your character's backstory. Mm-hmm. If they if you've grown together as a party and you want if you actually like your guy actually cares about the other people in that party, you would want them to be there to support you if it's a fucking thing. That's why I like you yeah. and Kylie for uh, for Dark Heresy. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are my favorite so far. E. Does anyone have a particularly egregious example of what Tane did to do this one time? For game jacking? Because I only like I only have sessions in which like pl- like individual players did something stupid for too long and it just like the moment revolved around them for like way too long. But is, otherwise, is like, I've never had, like, a whole thing... Re- like, a continuous thing? Yeah, I've never had, like, yeah. a really egregious example. And usually the times that's happened to me is usually in a party game. Again, like, Dreamline City, where I have a dozen players and everyone's doing whatever they want. Right. Yeah. And then one player just sort of does the thing to an excessive detail to where, like, it seems like they're, they're hogging the spotlight. Well, we're back to that team. Uh, well, I mean, I think there's a few teams like that, but I think we can all sort of 
We're all guilty of that, trying to that. That is get that something. In. Yeah, that is something that I experienced. There is a certain taint. It's the taint that we mentioned before. Is making a munchkin or making a character and wanting that to be the main focus. Wanting yeah. that character to be the main, the main focus. And it was a continuous thing during sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. It never got out of hand though. It was just. I mean, it was annoying, but. Uh, yeah, no, I I shot that shit down. Real quick, yeah, yeah, you handle it <laughs> as, as quick as possible. Yeah, the 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 only solution I have for uh, the game jacking is a, a stern one on one about it. Yeah, <laughs> well, not just a Talk stern one on one, but as I just said, like one that clearly lays down, shoot it down. Yeah, like don't let it kill him. That like don't kill don't kill if you have with to. The player, kill the like, player. Set it set it in stone that you're not going to allow that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 For real, that's like one thing that will like solve all these problems is actually talking to people. Like communication is fucking key in this hobby as it is in every aspect of real life. Right. So just talk to people if they're like doing wrong. If some people just mess up one session, don't worry about it. But if it becomes a thing like week after week, if other players notice it, then it does warrant you know just mentioning it to them. But you don't have to like scold them or pull them aside in a dramatic way. Just be like you can just mention it and be like, hey. This is happening. Other people aren't getting their turn, and you know now the game's about you, and that's like kind of a bummer. So like, let's just you know try to rectify that. And if worse comes to worse, just kill off the character. But yeah. for try talking. Second, drop you know boulders on their head. And like I said before, though, don't also try to curb it as soon as possible. Like yeah. if yeah, if yeah. it's clear that they're starting to do that in game, in game try to dissuade them or yeah. or show them that this is not the way that this game is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it, throw yeah, them a challenging NPC, uh, uh, you know, antagonist right. NPC like you did yeah. with Taki. It's like, hey, let's shut this shit down real quick. That's and, a good thing you said, though. Just make the game change yeah. to, like, solve the problem. But anyway, I'm sorry for interrupting your example. Continue. No, you're good. You're good. That's all I was just saying is that like he had talkie. It was just it, it was, it I was had an a, NPC that that could that was built. I had a powerful or a powerful antagonist that sort of developed into a character that was intended to dissuade a player from trying to continually keep the focus on themselves. I created this antagonist sort of on a whim, but but as it went on, I used him as a consistent example of. You do not. You cannot just be the powerful badass and go off on your own and do whatever you want. Pe- that this game is not about you, and this character is going to shut you down at every turn if you mm-hmm. keep trying to do that. Yeah, that's such a good like thing. But like for all these problems that we've mentioned, try just using the game, the narrative, the mechanics, mm-hmm. use whatever is in the game you can. To quell the problem as it's happening. Those right. are your, those are your best two tools to, to to get rid of the problem. Is is either have a out of game away from everybody else one on one sit down with them and talk to them and try, try to figure out and bridge that gap and try to make sure that it's not a problem ever again or do it in game if it's happening mm-hmm. in the middle of the game and it's becoming a problem. Yeah, you as a DM you have. Like, I'm looking at my five e-books, and I've got more in my room. I've got, like, ten different books that can help me take care of that. Right. In any manner of ways. All right, what's our next bad boy? The last one I have to talk about is the, uh... I don't like saying the Joker, so I'm going to say the comedian. Oh, the silly boy. Yeah. Yeah, not the depressing comedian from Watchmen, but the comedian. Yeah. (laughs) I'm also guilty of this one. one Yeah, the one that role plays... Yeah, the one that role plays in, like, a, a... 
objectively hilarious way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they create one-dimensional characters that maximize one novelty. Oh, that I know you... One note at every fucking opportunity. I have a yeah. better idea of what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. That's I hate when people are trying to be funny at tabletop and they suck at it. It's the worst thing. That, to me, that's one thing. I'm currently playing a character in Donnie's game that's kind of a funny character. And so... Yes, but you have... You're good at it. <laughs> yeah, you we are good at it. We had one in the yeah. season one of Dark Heresy that Wes killed. Yeah, just uh, smothered in his sleep, yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. I'm listening to a podcast right now. I'm not going to say the name, but it's a and d 5 podcast. Um, some of my favorite YouTubers doing it. It's like a side thing for theirs. And one player, he's just like trying to be funny every time. And I'm like, nah, man. Like, you're just like making everyone else not take the story seriously. Yeah. Like, like... Just don't play. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if a lot of new players who are not comfortable with D&D or not into it will play and sort of make these sort of joke decisions at every opportunity, yeah. and it becomes so Joke tiresome. decisions, I think, is the, the bigger problem. It's so cliche. Yeah. It ha- everyone, it ha- it's so common well, is what it, gets me the, about it. The reason it's so epically annoying is it, it, they, they make all of the stuff you've worked really hard on out to be mocked. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but I think joke decisions are honestly a bigger problem than just playing a jokey character. If your character makes a lot of jokes, it, it can be annoying yes, yes. if you're not good at it. But but if you... I'll use an example, and uh, I apologize, but I know he understands. Uh, a friend of mine in, my, in the first... Uh, D&D campaign we ever played in um, the first session we were in this underground temple uh, to some sort of evil god or something like that and for the fun of it we were 13 to be fair but he pissed on a statue mm-hmm. and it led to an, it, it basically it pissed off the god and caused a bunch of you know yeah. horrible monsters to come and rip us apart and he did that just because he thought it was silly and funny and it's like no, dude. <laughs> See, humor is way important to your game. Yeah. Especially yeah. it's a super serious game. You need humor. Right. Humor yeah. is crucial. Yeah. But, like, making stupid, silly decisions that break the 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 feel of your world, that's hack shit. Like, yeah. people do that all the time thinking yeah. they're clever. And that's, like, the most common thing for, like, new players in D&D to do. Yeah. Like, it, it's like, it's, I've seen it happen, like, almost every day game I've ever played with a new player. Like, just someone who's, like, not really comfortable with the game, not really sure they want to do it, just, they showed up, and so everything they do has to be a funny bit. It's like somebody who's too overly zealous at an improv thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they name the character something stupid. Yeah, like, it's like, it's a joke name. It's a joke name, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's actually one person, and it's the best, like, uh, with these problem players, I do kind of want to give like an example of like somebody that is the opposite of that, just to bring some yeah. positivity. Yeah, oh yeah, good idea. And there was a guy in a D&D campaign that I played in a while ago, and he was playing a paladin. And he was a lawful good paladin. And he was like, dragonborn, like, you know, just like the, the worship Bahamut. Yeah. Like, just the, the, the golden boy, the boy scout. Yeah. And he was funny. But he was never funny in, like, a, I'm making a one-liner or a joke or a quip. He was funny by not being funny. Mm. Like, he was, like, pl- by playing his character. And, like, you had, like, the bard in that party was like, uh, da 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 And he's just like, 
I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get the joke. Like, what's happening? Like, like, he's playing in character and his, like, dryness and yeah. his, like, just, like, him like, being... Hey, with- I could use some healing over here. Yeah, you do look pretty fucked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just look awful. And, and that's, that shit's hilarious and charming and, like, what the, this whole thing is all about. Yeah. But, like, you know, players are just playing, like, uh, you know, a fucking joke character in every situation they can. They're, like, you know, farting on people or, like, you know, right. not using their attacks that make the most sense. It's stuff like that. It's just, like, it's not funny only because it's been done a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. And that's so. If anyone, if anyone tries to my games and that shit, I would call them out immediately yeah. because I'm. I, that's like my biggest pet peeve is people who like try to be funny in a way that dismantles the world and isn't funny. Just right. mostly because they're not aware of how common that is. Man, if- I, I worked in a haunted house for one season, and it was very common for guests to try to scare the monsters. And haunted houses aren't real. They're not real. Everyone knows they're yeah. they're fun. Like I'm not trying to actually scare you or traumatize you. And to have people like like every tenth person try to scare me, it's like I get it. You're not into it. Like you don't have to be here. You're there with your girlfriend. Yeah, so like you're it's, trying it's, to, it's yeah. fine. But like, did you know that every other person is also doing the same thing? Is like you're not yeah. smart. You're not clever. You're not interesting. You're the most boring person in the room. So look, clearly, I have I have issues with like, oh, this no, particular definitely. thing. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I mean, if we wanted Rob Schneider in our games, we would just call it Rob Schneider and pay him twenty <laughs> he bucks. He really doesn't have anything up. else to do yeah. right now. I don't know. Is there any examples, specific examples of somebody you of a team? I, I mean, like of comedian in, in game. Yeah. I mean, the team I mentioned that you smothered in in their True. sleep. All right. Um, I encouraged you to do that. Yeah, you did. You really did. You were yeah. really like okay I was, with it. Well, it was just I'm fi- I'm fine with that team playing in the game. I'm yeah. fine with it. But openly mocking something that I work on for hours and hours for the enjoyment of my players. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a we we were very we were very annoyed in that session because we were actively trying to figure stuff out, and he just walks through a door. And fucks up investigations. Fucks up investigations. There's the, we're trying to figure out shit. We're actually trying to play the game, and he just walks through a door. He's like, okay, we gotta go through one of these doors, and we'll go through this one. It's like... Okay. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if I have any particularly egregious examples of this, but I've, I've been pretty lucky. I've been pretty successful. I think I... I'm... I always let people know the tone of the game before it starts. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, like, all my silly games have had appropriately silly players and silly characters in them, mm-hmm. but all my more serious ones have been more, like, dialed back or, you know, reasonable and stuff. Um, and again, like, humor abounds in all, all of our games. It's just, like, the humor comes from embracing the world, embracing the character, and finding novel ways that character would express themselves within that world. Yeah. They don't come from, like, just... Uh, like fucking finger painting on the walls like right. you know yeah. what I mean like any, anyone can just say the first thing that comes to their head that's don't don't be that guy it's such a bummer it's such a bummer to me in the same vein yeah. of the previous uh, example we had it's one of those things you want to nip in the bud real quick mm-hmm. um, but I feel it with the, the, the people that play this style of character um, I've done it where I've built this and I really like the approach that the GM did this is early on when I first started role playing yeah which was he just said no 
Come back with a different thing. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> come back with a different thing. Also, like give just in- encourage the players to add some depth to their characters. Yeah, I still I I give my D and D players opportunities to goof off. The the game itself is silly, but like I still try to keep relatively serious. Yeah, I do it for Dark Heresy too. Yeah, you guys are you guys are rocking it out on that. Oh god, I'm, I'm having so much fun with Dark Heresy. It's such a great time. I mean that that well, and the character I'm playing currently in your game. I mean. I've I've got a backstory for him, and yeah, I've got a. You me off at all. I've, I have a whole reason why he is the way he is, and he's just stupid. You're playing stupid. stupid and insane, very endearingly though. You're not being he's annoying not with it. He's you're, just dumb. Uh, that's question. <laughs> and uh, he, he's more insane than he is stupid. It's a little of both. Faith and insanity are the same. Thing. Yeah, he's he's very faithful <laughs> yeah. though. He's very faithful. He might not understand exactly what that means, it's, but he is... Emperor is his actual dad. <laughs> it's interesting how, like, you and I... Because last season of Dark Heresy, I played a faithful right. Imperial Guard, but I was melee. Yeah. But I was, like, stern and, like, stoic. And you're just like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> if you guys need anything, I can... It's, that... Heresy's bad, guys. I don't know if you know we this. We gotta stop heresy. We gotta stop it, though. Yeah. 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 Um. As a as a quick just uh, book into that, I I played a character that I wrote as a joke character in a pretty serious world, but I got with the DM ahead of time, like pitched my concept. It wasn't just a joke. Like I had other plans, but like at face value, the character was a joke character. That eventually became like a little more than that. That was, of course, talking about Glenn. In my game, an yeah. artist, yeah. Um, that character was. I just. I, I needed to play a character who had carte blanche to be silly and stupid, just because that's that's how I needed to have fun at that time. And and you know we made it work. Like I didn't just you know I was careful not to distract from the game or take away from the tone. Mm-hmm. But you know we ended up having a a floating water water park. In the high fantasy world, yeah, and and, and it works, and it's it's still there, still in the game. and still very very crucial to the game, yeah. and yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's still very crucial to the game. <laughs> so be funny, please be funny, but be funny in a way that has respect for what the DM and other players are trying to do. Definitely. Um, do we have any more bad boys or are I don't have any more old? bad boys. I have a thing at the end here, but that's for the next week's episode. Can you, anyone else think of any the, the, other varieties of bad boys? Bad boys we do. Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith is a bad first, boy. In the first movie and the second. Mm-hmm. Bad boys. And and also... Just in general, he was maybe. In, he was in Bright, so he's just an actual bad boy. He's now. actually a bad boy. Now. That's for the next one. The bad GMs one. Okay. Okay, got it. Cool. Yeah, we'll be doing bad GMs probably on the next episode if we don't do the part two, the of the... The, the gender episode two. Yeah, I'm not really sure when that happens. Space on our schedule. We're not being paid yet, so we don't really know what we're doing. We can but do the, whatever the fuck we want. The CDs have been ordered. The money's not there, but they have been <laughs> so ordered. Money, but... Look, man, if you understand capitalism, you understand the United States financial system. Money's not real. All right, we're just sacrificing people to devils, and it's fine. And, Whoa! You're really, really, uh, yeah. That's the fourth time I've heard you talk about this fucking comic. That is such a good fucking comic book. In two days, it's a good fucking comic book. Black Monday Murders. It's yeah, so I, fucking I good. I fucking ordered some. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's uh, so fucking good. The Jesus artwork Christ. is amazing, and it's yeah, it's great. Oh shit! Do we want to do it this week in gaming? Because 
Oh, we didn't do it. We Can we close it out with this week in gaming? Yeah, because we didn't have any questions. You don't have questions? We didn't have any questions. Oh, shame on you. Shame on you, listeners. Ask us things. You guys had such great questions. We love you. We want you to ask us things. Did I not say hi loud enough? Because I can, you know, be more obnoxious if you need. Look, look, you ask us questions and you donate money to our cause, and I will tattoo your name on my body somewhere. That's the I'll place. tattoo your name on, on Wes's, Wes's body. body. Ask us things that aren't game related. Just yeah. ask us things, and we'll answer. Go, go on Twitter or, or whatever, and just talk to us. Ask man. us really probing questions. Ask us weird respond. things. Yeah. Ask us very personal questions. We, we challenge you, audience, to ask us something weird. I got four hundred something followers on Twitter, and none of them talk to me about anything except for memes. I want to have a substantial conversation, or I don't want to know about your parents. I want to know why you're the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of why we the way we are, uh, this week in gaming, anyone have any news? Uh, who we want to start oh, with? Oh, dude. I'll start. Okay, Wes is ready. So, Dungeons and Dragons released on Tuesday their uh, fifth edition dungeon tiles, mm-hmm. and they are somewhat similar to the fourth edition dungeon tiles, but the artwork is better, and they added extra stuff to them. And there's more of them. They're double sided, and there's way more of them. Like I took all the tiles out of their like place cards, out of the perforated place cards, and yeah. put them in the box just so I could have them. And holy shit, like the wilderness box or the dungeon? Now the dungeon one, I had to like. A, like it was like Tetris. I had to adjust oh, them so that they actually fit. Yeah. There's so many of them. I can't wait to use those in games. I can't wait for like you guys yeah. to use them too. Like I got them just I, for like. I plan on using them on Monday in yeah. in, in congruence with the match. I like to I yeah. like to look through them and see what's available. Definitely They're pretty sweet. Yeah. I'll probably use them for Black Unicorn if you want to keep yes, bringing them to whenever definitely. we start doing those. Oh shit! I need to put my character together for that. Oh my god! You haven't written. You're playing a turtle. You're so important to the game. Yeah. Turtle bard. I have, a, I have a turtle bard in my upcoming game, and I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. That's that's brand all the pressure new on you, Dottie. Yeah. It's a brand new character race. Also, by the way, they're announcing the new book coming out in two weeks. Oh yeah, for Fifth Ed. Is there any teasers about what? No book idea. It is? Mm. No idea. I need to probe Ken for that. So for Black Unicorn, <laughs> I haven't uh, scheduled the intro section intro session yet. That's mostly because I've been recovering from a cold. I think I'm almost good to go now. I just gotta actually look at my calendar um, and find out when I'm free and when we're all free, and then we'll actually start playing the game. Fuck yeah. Um, but. Pretty much everything's done. Um, I, Dottie just said he has to write his character, but otherwise we're good to go to start whenever I just actually pick a day. Cool. Um, Dash, anything for you? Did you do anything? Uh, as a matter of fact, I did. I had a session with Dottie last night for artists. Nice. Uh, him playing his new character. Um, new character who was an old, an NPC. old NPC. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, an early, early yeah. NPC. Um... You're just knocking these solos out of the park now, man. Like, well, I've got one more I need to do, but uh, other than that, I the the the, the you're not set for two weeks, right? Uh, yeah, the, well, not not yours. Um, Patrick and Aeon have a session. No, I mean now. like you're about set for start for that. Right? Yeah, in about two weeks, I'm going to be starting the first official uh, group session of artists back up for the for the final season. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, I've got the I've got the first party uh, formed now. You guys are all in the in the same space, so we're about to be good to go. Cool, cool. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I had uh, a couple of solos for the or a couple of 
duo sessions for the Dark Heresy game that went off yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so I, fun. I like doing them over for tie-overs between group sessions. It keeps mm-hmm. people interested. Uh, keeps the game moving. Um, I, I've got uh, the first session of the, the new season for Shattered Peak starts next Monday. Yeah. Um, really look forward to that, guys. I've, I've written out uh, two full dungeons for this. Okay, so... I want to talk about it because you you gave this beautifully written thing about like us rebuilding yeah. Randhammer. We turned Cragspire into Randhammer, sure. and everybody was doing something. And my character was avoiding the gazes of people getting married. You were avoiding direct eye contact with brides. I mean, that is a thing that my character does. Well, not avoid and contact, but eye contact with the grooms as well. Oh, okay, okay. See, now I get it. Okay, yeah. now I get it. Yeah, yeah. My character Belkis Jambrin has uh, the reason he got. He's he got, an amorous fellow. He got. He got. He got run out of Faerun because he slept with the wrong guy's wife. That was yeah. They'll do it. A yeah, lot of the land barons. So yeah. A yeah. bard sleeping with the wrong guy's wife. Who would have heard of that? I know, right? Yeah. See that, that the first bard I ever wrote intended to play. That was his backstory too. <laughs> so my solo session for my session zero for your campaign started with me with my face in the mud. Yeah. Like my face was in the mud. Oh, awesome! Because I just got thrown out of a tavern and I like looked up and there was a, a flyer on the ground that was like, "Are you looking for work?" <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> work for more games. Yep. God. All right. This has been a, yeah. a pro a, a good one. We did it. We, we did, did the episode. We did, we did the episode. episode. We did good. Apologize, you know, after for all the salt that might have you know come out of your speakers. Salt did flow, and we yeah, so much salt. But it's good. It's good to, to tackle these we, problems. We, we've been to the salt. The salt now, must flow. Now we are salt free. We are salt. salt free. I feel absolved. salt. The salt is life, though. Salt, oh. salt, solved. It's like spice. Was that what yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, it's he like said spice. the salt is flow. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Away with this yeah I was I was making a Dune reference. He's allowed to make there <laughs> Dune reference. Dottie is only allowed to make Dune references if somebody else makes a Dune reference. <laughs> but then he has free reign and he can make he his who minis. controls the salt controls the universe. <laughs> uh, like, comment, subscribe if you know what Dune is. Uh, so <laughs> please, do we have please, any... please send questions. Send questions. No, for real. Send um, questions. Uh, we 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 love you guys, despite what. You might think from the last episode. Don't worry about that. <laughs> tweet, uh, tweet at us or uh, send them to the Gmail uh, WTII boys B O I Z at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Oh. Tweet at all of us. Do we have Twitter handles? Do we want to yeah. give, give out yeah, that's fine. right now? Or yeah. Do we have personal Twitter handles? Yeah, What's personal the best handles. Reach? Yeah. Uh, okay. The best way to reach me is at Twitter uh, at the Shred Pirate. On Twitter, also you can catch me Twitch streaming at twitch.tv forward slash the Shred Pirate Roberts. Come by, I play games. I'm playing Dragon's Dogma currently. Nice. Which is like super fantasy. Yeah. And like, it's awesome. Yeah, that game's sweet. Oh god, it's so fun. There's like giant monsters that you can cut their tails and heads off. And yeah. You crawl all over them, it's great. Yeah. Mm. You, can you can throw your people on them and stuff. Aww. Like your, your party members, you can pick them up and throw them. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Love Precisely it. So that. bad. So come by and hang out, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can get me at at Klein Iodine. That's C L I N E I O D I N E uh, because it rhymes and I like purple stuff. Um, I'm coming back from a social media uh, hiatus, an extended social media hiatus. So I will actually respond to things now, or I will try to. But if anyone's interested, you can at me now. You officially can at me. 
Send him all the memes from last year that he missed. <laughs> Let me catch up on the memes. The oh, B movie memes, Salt Bay. Oh, that's early last oh, year. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've been observing the internet. I've just been not hosting. <laughs> Partaking. My, I've just, yeah, I've just been, been not a participant. Uh, one of the watchers. Yes. You're a, boy, <laughs> you're a social media voyeur. Yes. <laughs> a, a creeper, you want me to say. <laughs> you can find me at uh, on, on Twitter at Dottie's Turn. Um, I will try to respond. I don't get on Twitter much. You, you've mm-hmm. been doing a little bit more here lately. Yeah, you've been here and there. Been, been, oh, again, I've been watching and you've, you've been coming you, We're going to get you on. <laughs> we're going to get you on Twitter. We're gonna, most, did you just make it, a turtle joke? Most of it is I have something to bitch about or I am talking Dude, to why people. else is Twitter there? You have 280 characters now to, to just talk about whatever the fuck you want. I made a three-step plan for my goals in 2018. Mm, that's sweet. You can find me at uh, VidCaptainDash, although I respond on Twitter even less than Dottie does. So, uh, Dash Holman is on Facebook, and I'll add anybody. So, if you just want to talk, you know, about anything. Yeah. Talk about your day. If you're a back page, you know, robot girl <laughs> that wants to, like, hey, sexy singles in your area. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, still, I'll still add you. Dash will talk to you about Final Fantasy. I'll, it's... <laughs> No matter what you ask me, it's going to turn into a conversation about Final Fantasy. That's, that's so. so true. Or Dark Souls. But then that leads back to Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a little Every both. time. Yeah. Hey, so. <laughs> hey, big boy, you want some fuck? No, but have you heard about Golden Chocobos? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Garnet's plot arc in Final <laughs> Fantasy IX? <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's close it out. All right. All right. Well, we're closing it out. We're closing um, my, I've, I've been Klein, I've been, I've been Klein Martin. You have been up till this point, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm Wesley Franks. I'm Dash Holman. I'm Mike Dottie. And who's, who's, I really want Dottie. Dottie, get in, get in. Harmonize with us. Hit that high note, Dottie. Oh. Whose turn is it can be found on Facebook and Twitter at WTIICast. Produced in association with the Thunderhunts Collective and the Earth Hotel. Created and hosted by Michael Dottie, Wesley Cole Franks, Dash Holman, and Klein Martin. Recording and editing also by Klein Martin. Intro and outro music by Alex Norman. Find him on Twitter at Dare Diary Online. Special thanks to Jackie Cotillard, Josie Kilcullen, and Alex Kitson. This has been Whose Turn Is It? Thank you for listening. <laughs>